0: Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is Correlation Sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's of mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important we <laughs> Doobie -doobie. (coughs) doobah. Uh-oh. Void is sick. Hopefully it's not her great-grand-love child.
1: I don't think so. It's not
0: that bad. (laughs) Well, I mean, I never got a fever when I had her child. Neither did I. Wait, you got COVID? No, I don't. No, did you? No. Well, then why'd you say neither, did you? I said, I don't have one now, is what I'm saying. Not everybody experiences COVID the same, Void. Popping up in a big one. Yep. Monster! Brought to you by COVID. The boogie monster. Okay. Oh! So sweet like the devil's teeth. <coughs> oh, there you go again. Yeah, sorry. Don't drop dead on me now, Void. Don't worry, it's only a mild cough. we come so far. Oh, there we go. Kitty cats jumping on stuff. Get away. Get away. What are you? No. No, 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 no. Okay. Episode 86. Void, if you don't get this answer correct, you're going to have to pick up these sticks. Void. What sticks? Oh, these sticks right here. It's a bundle of sticks. And you know what some people call a bundle of sticks? What? A faggot. Yes. Yeah, episode 86. Johannes Kepler.
1: Kepler. Optics. Yeah. Yeah. The cat's messing with the actual apparatus that hooks onto the microphone. That's when you pick him up by the scruff and tell him no
0: set him aside he usually stops after you do it a few times he goes oh I better not do it around him you're gonna pick me up by the scruff like my mama mama Uh. last week we did a queen song too okay we didn't even realize it you could have done mother do you think to drop the bomb or you could have even done mama I'm coming home. Which would make more sense because the cat's name is Ozzy. Yes. My black pussy, Ozzy. He's quite destructive. He was more tame last week. Oh, he's <laughs> he's becoming a teenager. Oh, yeah. So? Don't see. let bats in here. He'll bite him off. Well, just as long as he doesn't start sucking him off. Boy, right. Yeah? Put down your destructive cellular device. Your brainwashing apparatus.
1: Yes, sorry. I have to wash my brain.
0: The tool of the humans to distract you from your life. And to keep you from reflecting and using your imagination. We have in-real-life
1: kitty video going on. So
0: you relay everything in your life like you're watching a screen? No. You just said real-life kitty video. Yes. Like you're looking through your
1: eyes? Yes. Coincidence? No, he's got something. Oh, it's just a cloth. Oh, it's a sock. I said coincidence. What do you mean?
0: What do you mean? We're doing Kepler and optics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Or in my case, optic. Yeah, in your case, optic. Well, I mean, it might still be optics, because aren't there two optics in the eye? There is the cornea. Mm -hmm. Let me finish chewing this up. (laughs) Why are you eating drywall again? Why? What? Why are you pretending like you don't have COVID? I don't.
0: I saw COVID sneak into your room. How'd you see that? He even brought the boombox and he was playing "Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy" while he was tiptoeing in there. I thought oh. it was weird because he was pretending to be inconspicuous, meanwhile playing, blasting some old Disney movie music. Do 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 do. Is that Sugar Plum? I don't know. Yes, that is. So, as we discussed in our previous episode on Johannes Kepler's biography, and showed his path through what led to a list of reasons why his name is remembered, I thought it would be fair to give Kepler a shot at being a viable conduit for the human evolution of comprehending you going to fuck up the sound again, voice?
1: Sorry, I was moving closer to the microphone. Okay. Shut at
0: Being a viable conduit for the human evolution of comprehending human sensation and perception. All odds of me finding Kepler of to be of any use to us, unlike Gianpettisa de la Porta or Aristotle. Now I know we discussed how Johannes Kepler is credited for accurately depicting on how energy's communication via photons are transmitted through the lens of the eyes more briefly than in our conversation on the blue waffle.
1: Yes, that was terribly disgusting.
0: I thought that was pretty delicious. Oh I had it that
1: night. Oh good for you. Yeah. Sweet and salty.
0: We will use this episode primarily to discuss some of what Kepler did, which is commonly found in the book titled Astronomia Paras Optica, which is translated to the optical parts of astronomy, according to source 2. But if one does a quick search through an automatic translator rendered by oh, Google or Bing, you might get, oh I don't know, it claiming that Romanian is its language, Even though Kepler was a German, the German language option actually didn't function at all. It just was the same thing both ways in English and German. Oh. So, when it came to sight reaching your eyes, Source One claimed the ancients only focused on how light originated, such as from your own eyes like fire, while some realized it was light emanating from the object that you're observing. Mm Mm-hmm. And they also focus on the reflective portion that is viewed by mirrors. While refraction took a back seat, even though a mere glance at your eyes would reveal their roundness in nature, much like that of a crystal ball, the concept of light being manipulated through the lens is claimed to have quote-unquote taken a back seat. Even up through the invention of glasses void, Mm-hmm. which used the round nature of lenses in order to reflect the light to work in the favor of the user. Source 3, Glass's history, indicated that some Roman ape human who lived from 4 BCE to 65 current era had used a glass globe filled with water for magnification to assist in reading, which would Did he be... Burn a- ants? Why would I be looking up if he burned Ant's void?
1: Because you can use ice that way to start a fire. Yes. How many fires have you started with ice like that? Not many. I've only seen it in one video.
0: Yeah? You know, I seen a UFO video the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. And I could tell it was a fake. How's that? Because it was a fucking string attached to the damn fake asshole UFO. And it's nothing that we ever made. No other species we ever come in contact made a flying object such as that. Looked like someone took a dinner plate and strung it all together to a fishing wire.
1: I think you're watching Plan 9 from Outer Space. No, it was a YouTube video. It said real, real, real UFO video. Did the guy have a comb with a brush over it and going, woo? Would he be videoing
0: himself doing that, pretending to make the noise of the UFO? I don't know. Anywho, where was I? Blah blah blah, glass globe filled with water for magnification to assist in reading books, Void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think would be a pain in the balls of my eyes. Yeah. Then the monks were claimed to have used glass spheres to read in the Middle Ages as well. Interesting. Yeah, can you stop chewing away from the microphone? I thought we discussed this twenty thousand times. Sorry. You see me chewing my pizza right in front of the microphone? No. Huh, Boyd. Well, I just stuck in here so well. Sorry, the Our cat. Great manners. Crumbs spewing out everywhere. Huh? I'm gonna wait for you to be done. Poodle, poodle, poodle. Okay, done. No, you're not. I still see oh, all lies. You're a liar. Do you ever tell the truth, Floyd? Yes, I do. When?
1: Just now I'm done with my pizza.
0: Your mouth was moving up and down. You still had a couple of swallows left in you. Yeah. No. I visually saw it, Floyd. I caught you in the act, and you're still lying about it. (coughs) You having fun with my black pussy? Yeah. Yeah, is my black pussy pouring on your lap? Oh, clawing into me. Yeah, that's a good pussy.
1: He doesn't know what he's doing.
0: Oh, I'm pretty sure he does. You just don't want to accept it. You think that he loves you, but he only uses you for the crumbs of your
1: pizza. I know that, but I'm just saying... The harming me with his claws. He doesn't know he's doing that. Oh, that's what you think.
0: That's payback for not giving him a bigger slice of the pie. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Once the 1200s reared their round heads into the picture, some sapiens of the homos in the region of Venetia blew glass in order to produce a single handheld lens called a reading stone with a wooden or a horny horn frame for correction. Much like magnifying glasses are today, Void. Nice. Yeah. In the later portion of the 13th century, through the times of about 1285 to 1289, perhaps some monks or craftsmen, from either Venice or Pisa, are believed to have produced the first set of reading stones or, quote-unquote, magnifying lenses, which had frames of bone, leather, or metal. Wonder what happened to the wood, but I don't know. Maybe for more sturdiness or something? Nah, leather wouldn't be as sturdy as wood.
1: I don't imagine it would be. I don't know, maybe it was just uh, used for less things, so they decided to use it for that. Void. What? Wood. Wood.
0: Be sturdier than leather, or would wood not be sturdier than
1: leather? What would you think about wood-wood being? Wood-wood is more sturdier. Maybe it was a sourcing problem that they wanted to use any piece of wood for actually building materials and tools versus just something to read.
0: You act like reading glasses are not significant in the evolution of humans completing tasks.
1: No, I'm just saying, maybe the people who were in charge weren't the big fans and wanted to work on structure versus literature. Yeah, okay.
0: Anyways, these magnifying lenses would sit upon the user's nose. Some painting was noted for being created by some dude named Tommaso de Medina, And he's credited for making that first known painting depicting monks using a magnifying glass and some glasses
1: to read some books. Do you think their vision was actually bad, or was it just to see smaller scripts, you think? I think they got older, and their eyesight
0: they got worse, and some people born with terrible eyes.
1: Genealogy. Gotcha. Like, I had perfect vision in my one eye, but then I remember not being able to see the board in school, and I went to my parents. Living parents, not you. Our living parents. Not you, uh, but... not uh, nut-gatherer. Yeah. And said, I can't see the board at school. I think I need glasses. And they said, okay, so I got tested, and next day I had glasses, I could see the board. Yeah? Yeah. They didn't just turn your head 90
0: degrees because you were facing a wall? No, no, no. Uh, it was distance-wise. Ah. Uh, nothing more <laughs> breathtaking than some monks with shaved heads... Peering through glasses to read and write books, huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. Lots of wonderful work done there in translating the propaganda. Now, the first publicly known evidence of glasses that were designed to assist <clears throat> with what's called hyperopia and presbyopia is said to have been in the early 15th century.
1: Was that nearsightedness and farsightedness, or what? No
0: farsightedness and farsightedness caused by elderly age or some other health conditions which (coughs) health conditions which are more prominent in age so let me continue before you ruin everything for what I wrote down here on this paper the situations that come into play impacting a human sight are in a relationship of the shape of the windows of your eyes called cornea The cornea is the most anterior dome piece covering your irises and pupils. Source four indicated hyperopia is when your cornea is not rounded enough, while presbyopia is commonly attributed to aging resulting in similar effects as the farsightedness. A lot of presbyopia is actually caused by diseases impacting the blood or the flow of blood to your choroid. Your choroid is the middle layer of your eye, just below the sclera, the white layer of the human eyeball. Uh The choroid is what allows the main muscular function of your eyes, which would be the sphincter of your eyeballs, commonly known as your irises, in what are called the ciliary bodies, which are the muscles that alter the shape of your lens beneath the surface of your Your pupil hole. Yes. The ciliary bodies are muscles that alter the shape of your lenses, which bend the light and will be the reason why a person such as Kepler would be capable of realizing the similarities of a crystal ball in a human eye. (coughs) A nice note is that both your iris and ciliary bodies are smooth muscle tissue. Source 7 depicts a great illustration for basic eyeball anatomy. It appears here that the retina is the posterior 5-6 portion of your eyes inside them. But I've seen illustrations where it didn't look like the retina was that big. Probably more like back third. Anyways, this retina includes neural receptors called ganglion cells, which connect to what are called bipolar cells, which then connect to the deepest layer of your retina closer to the outer layer of your eye called, what are they? Rods and cones, yes. We are not going to focus on the 70% of your sensory reception which are located in your eyes for this optics. No, we're just going to cover basically what Kepler is reasonably seen as being relevant for. now in the quote-unquote natural magic realm, which is tied to the geocentric model of the solar system, is a belief by some people such as Gian Battista de la Porta, also called Giovanni della Porta by Source 1, that refraction with optics was an illusion. Depending on your definition, one could obviously argue that everything you see is an illusion. Even now, Many in the scientific community describe what we see as an interaction between photons in your eyes, Uh which causes the photons at a random, quote-unquote, moment, ultimately impacting what you see. I have no doubt our eyes are currently impacting the light coming into them right now with your lenses, and also cornea, Uh based off your physiological properties. Uh And I know much is still to be discovered regarding the subatomic realm of reality for humans. So I will not divulge any information which humans have not currently found.
1: The interesting thing I've heard that that the reality writes itself based upon us looking at it. Same as the uh, concept, does a tree make a no- sound if no one's around to hear it? Which is the two dumbest things I ever heard from scientists. What do you mean? It's philosophical.
0: Yeah. Yeah philosophical Sound is nothing more than a wave Perception of sound would not be there if you were not there but sound the what makes the sound would be there Regardless (laughs) or not if you or an ape man would be there The idea that a cat would not be killed or would be killed depending upon whether or not you see it is fucking ridiculous
1: Yeah, you gotta shake the box
0: Yeah, see You don't have to shake the box you have a camera
1: Oh, wait, no, the camera's
0: watching. Oh, that, yeah, okay. The knife penetrating the kitten's skin is completely dictated by whether or not you're looking at it. I know. That's exactly what it is. It has nothing to do with the object actually penetrating the skin. Since Gian Battista de la Porta also wrote a book on optics, Johannes Kepler viewed it because of the significance of the book. Kepler viewed the significance of the lenses in assisting with bending light for magnification in the recent invention of the telescope which is said to have been utilized by Galileo Galilei for viewing the satellites or moons if you want to call it that
1: mm-hmm. around Jupiter i believe
0: I'm nice. like
1: what I said nice that must have been really exhilarating yeah would it be perplexing void Maybe, I don't know. Yeah? Would you get giddy with anticipation? Well, no, maybe if you're discovering, hey, there's more things. Wait, those are moons like our moon. Yeah. But why would you think there's a butthole in space? What do you mean? The moon. What? I'm just saying, if our places had moons, wouldn't you think there'd be butts in the sky? Come again? I'm saying the euphemism for a butt is a full moon. Really?
0: Yes. Could we call doggy style moon style? Maybe. I could send my rocket into the moon? Exactly. Maybe plant my flag? Sow my seed? What do they call that? What does uh, Elon Musk want to do to Mars?
1: Colonize it.
0: Not just that. What's the technical term the humans use?
1: Populate it?
0: No, no. Terraform. Oh. Don't terraform her moon, dammit. it! Well, I'm
1: gonna change the whole
0: atmosphere there.
1: I think that's actually. I think it's actually been proven to be impossible.
0: What do you mean impossible?
1: Well, it takes so much energy.
0: If you tried to explain the atomic bomb to someone in the 1700s, what do you think they would
1: have said? I'd probably say the stuff that everything is made out of. Come crashing together, they got so hot that the bomb is like the sun. Do you
0: think anyone in the 1700s
1: would possibly
0: have assumed that you could harness the power of the sun? Maybe a fool. And you would have called the guy a fool, even Mm -hmm. though that was possible. Yes. That means that you don't believe in the definition of words. What do you mean? He would have been a fool to you, even though he would have believed the truth.
1: How does that make
0: you a fool? I don't know. What am I supposed to say to that? I don't know. Tell
1: me, Ford. Yes. Yes? Yes, what? Oh uh, no, we haven't had the convergence yet. Oh. We're, what uh, the convergence is, is mastering our own domain.
0: Ah, ha ha
1: Humans mastering their own domain. And we haven't even gotten that close yet. They so. haven't even mastered themselves. Exactly.
0: Ha ha ha. Now tell me when they stop yelling at each other and calling themselves ad hominems when they disagree. Then I'll start to believe they're possible of mastering anything.
1: Yes. What are you doing? I'm just looking up the terraform question. Keep
0: going. Of course they're going to say it's impossible. Unlike Giambattista, it wasn't just the geometric shape, but also the physiology of optics, the naturally occurring lens. Source 1 appeared to go on a tangent following the statement I just mentioned, but I rearranged it in order to avoid plagiarism claims, where it notes that unlike Aristotle, Kepler cared not for spectrums of light. Because hue doesn't have anything to do
1: with astronomy, Void. Plus the color that we see, planetary bodies exactly colored from the view of our own uh, atmosphere and, uh... Yes? Yeah. Uh, you want me to continue? No, I'm just trying to think of the word. Vagina. Maybe. But, uh, also the reason the sky is blue is because of the oceans. I think that's the other way around.
0: You sure? I think the ocean looks blue because of the ref- reflection of light in the gases of the atmosphere, if I'm not mistaken. I
1: thought it was the other way around. Yeah, I heard.
0: You want to look that one up?
1: Yes. You can keep going.
0: Well, I'm going to wait. I don't want to go back and forth on subject matter. Distract a person. Then they'll be like, what did I really listen to? Oh, it's actually we were I was wrong. Do you want me to blow your mind void? What? So I said here Kepler didn't care about hues mm-hmm. or spectrums of light because hue somehow had nothing to do with astronomy. Mm-hmm. Alright. So currently humans know in the astronomy world that stars exude a certain hue based on their trajectory in relationship of their speed moving towards or away our planet. Mm Or Earth, if you want to call it that. Because the movement of the object impacts the frequency portrayed. It's much like how a car speeding up towards you will wind up with a higher pitch as it gets closer. Yes. Then the frequency is higher because of the movement of the car coming towards you. It's actually more energy being applied to the signal being sent. And when the car moves away, we have the lower frequency, making a lower tone. Yes. It's much like when a planet or a star, let's just say a celestial body, moving towards you. It will have a blue tint, or green, or violet, or even ultraviolet, or even x-ray. And... When the planet starts to move away, the frequency of the light will be lower, appearing more reddish, or even infrared. So, it appears
1: that Kepler was ignorant in this area. I assume that from what he said. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, we have spoken about the camera obscura multiple times, Void, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to ask you if you can explain it. The camera obscura was important because it influenced Johannes Kepler's work. The word I then came across was diffraction. If one looks on Google's sexy manugles, you will find a definition which may or may not make sense to you. That depends on your, you know, previous knowledge or education. The best way to understand the word is through its roots or word. etymology. Diffraction comes from the Latin word diffractionem. No, diffractionem. Or diffractio, which comes from the word Diffringier, or Diffringier. Down the rabbit hole of roots for diffraction is the root dis, which would be a part, plus the root fringier, which is to break. Now, when someone disses you, you can tell that they are separating a part of you for focus. Don't worry, void, though. Whenever anyone makes a diss upon you as an individual... Remember, it is a part that they are focusing on, only to amplify, discarding any various parts which may contradict the narrative they want to display upon you upon dissing. Exactly. It is a distortion of reality based on emotional connection. This is why a person tends to look unpleasant when they are dissing another human being. They may display a frown, or angry brows that are downward in the medial portion. It is merely a projection that tells you more about the one dissing you than the one being dissed at all. Because it shows how the person is currently viewing the other and what they like to focus on and possibly something may be pissing them off far more than what you are doing. Uh So you can easily dismiss, dismiss someone who is talking shit to you as just another person who is having a hard time, you know, coping with reality. Yes. And you should probably pity them. If they're being mean to you, it's probably because they're hurt. You might want to offer a hug or maybe ask them if they want to call the suicide prevention hotline.
1: And this Don't is a drastic... To be that drastic. They could just be unhappy about the one aspect.
0: No. You want to make them realize that you know better than what they're saying to be true when they're dissing you. Exactly. And even if it's relevant, the way they're talking to you in such a derogatory manner shows their incapability of having a calm, cool, collective, rational conversation to you about what is truly eating at their asshole. Which is probably my
1: lover, your mother. Thank you for sharing that enlightening picture.
0: How do you think she got the blue waffle? You. And that's why she's not here right now. Funny thing is that she took Tom Mai off with her. Oh, great They're making biscuits. Hopefully without bravery. Let's go back to the word that brought us to dissing. Diffraction is not just the breaking apart of light. But it describes the way light acts as a ray when it's broken apart by an object. Which could be light bending around the object that is breaking it apart. It forms an angle to go inward from the angles of which the
1: object was. Or Hence, God rays. What? God rays from a window, you know, and they shine directly and diagonally. I'm lost. When the sun shines through a window at a certain time, it has a diagonal line, and you see, like, all the dust and the particles coming in, and there's a diagonal light, and it shines on the floor of the ground. Oh, that's refraction. This is diffraction. Oh, sorry, sorry.
0: It's more like if you were standing in the view of a flashlight. Mm -hmm. Or if a light was going through a hole, like in camera obscura. That's what brought us to this word. Diffraction, camera obscura. Gotcha. When the light goes through a hole, it continues with its angles, but that's what makes the image appear upside down. Mm Uh-huh. Source 1 recognized that the Arabs and the Greek humans knew about the camera obscura Way before Johannes Kepler's time. You know they call him Johannes? What is that? He's German. The J was not pronounced that way. I still call him Johannes. Okay. I don't care. Did you know the camera obscura, according to source one, was primarily used for observing celestial bodies by the ancient Arabs and Greeks. Which aided in their astrology and astronomy. Nice. But They said that use was not suitable for diffraction since it wasn't a clear, bright image like if you were looking inside of the camera obscura during the day.
1: Because there wasn't enough light, right?
0: Well, that and you're looking at some specks of light inside of a box from a hole Mm -hmm. versus the image of a bright, sunny day with trees and people.
1: Or whatever they use it for. Yeah, more light equals more information.
0: Yeah, you could also have sensory overload. That actually brings me up to a tangent, Void. What's that? Someone asked me of what it would be like if humans actually used 12% of their brain. Oh, what was that? I said, actually, that's a myth. (laughs) You use every part of your fucking brain that isn't damaged, just only about 10% at a time. Yes. And you don't want to use more than your more comfortable state of using your brain. Because
1: won't your brain overheat? I don't know about
0: that, but that's called sensory overload. You ever Uh, heard of a seizure and what a brain looks like?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it fucking is all
0: fucking fired up. Mm Mm-hmm. Now it would be like if you used all of your brain. You'd just be shaking on the floor, drooling at the mouth.
1: Very smart. Because we only have so many synapses, right?
0: No, it's because it's incapable for a brain to fully process all of its information at once. Uh-huh. Abby, ah, you might as well just explode your brain right now. Fun. Yes, fun indeed, Floyd. I don't think anybody's ever come back from that and told us it was fun either.
1: Robocop did. Oh, I saw a meme. What's that?
0: They were making fun of the idea of using robots to swab people's throat to test for COVID. There's a picture of this girl with her mouth over this cone-shaped apparatus with the swab going in her throat. And then just below it had a picture of RoboCop with that face with his mouth open wide like, oh, yeah, baby. Oh, like it was
1: his lower cone.
0: Right. So we know what some people have said about Kepler so far, but now I want to say what some people say that he said. Through translation and trust that the writing came from Kepler himself. Okie okay, dokie. Okay. Well, in referencing Kepler. Not a geometer working on the natural philosophy, but a natural philosopher working on this part of geometry. Do you know the implications of this quote, Voigt? No. That he's coming at this situation of optics from a philosophical ambition rather than He loves to solve problems. He saw a problem to solve, and he just wanted to do the geometric math equations. Okay. So, he was more interested in the function of natural world. Nice. Yeah. So, much like inventions, like music, language, painting, and building, and even screwing, the evolution of thought in order to share experiences requires the rational explanation as to why whatever invention works, including Karma Sutra. Nice. Or Kepler's views on the new invention of his time, which would be the telescope. He was really infatuated, according to several sources, on how the telescope could have implications on astronomy. He was so thrilled, in fact, that he wanted to prove... How this worked. He wanted to solve the geometric problems in order to prove how viable the telescope is. Because during its time, since it was a new invention, people did not trust in it. Mm -hmm. It's not the devil that they know. So what brings us to this episode, though, is that many people can use a crystal ball right now or a glass filled with water to observe the impact of certain mediums over light. When it comes to a lens near perfect dimensions, light enters and not only goes right side up, but goes left side right. You could do this right now with a crystal ball. Uh Everybody whip out your crystal ball. I know everybody
1: has one. Uh Yeah. My mom had a what what they would call back then is a seeing stone. But there was a display... But old people would use it to look at their address books.
0: Is this a stone that you set on top of the paper and it amplifies it? Yes, very much so. Oh, yeah, we have one upstairs. I like to put it on your mom's rectum. So I you mean, can
1: see every detail?
0: Sphincter, I mean, every wrinkle.
1: Do mm. you read her horoscope from there?
0: You know how people do palm reading? Yeah. I do sphincter reading.
1: Does it blink Morris code to you?
0: Why, yes, it does, Void. Does it
1: say kiss me?
0: Sometimes. Sometimes it says SOS. That's when you know you let her go. Cause she's about to blow. <clears throat> so, source of number nine actually goes into the equation for solving a certain problem about the refraction of light through a glass sphere. The equation goes something like this. So we take the level of refraction and that is what is called n1 in the equation. Okay. So we have n1 over s plus n2 over s prime equals n2 minus n1 over r. r would be like radius. Source 9 includes this lesson over light refraction and it's going over if an object based on the amount of distance it is away from the center of the sphere and how far you
1: are away from viewing the object being refracted. So this serve also applies to mirrors on a car, not just in entrance, just in relation of where you are.
0: Yeah, but a mirror is not refracting. Yeah, you're right, you're right. It's not the same, it's just reflecting.
1: Yes. Anyways,
0: what is most important is the inversion of light passing through the ball and the angles impacted by the dimensions along with the refraction rate of the medium being used. Anyone can view this by just looking from multiple distances away from a glass sphere or a crystal ball or even a glass of water filled up. If you look at it from different angles or from different distances, it will impact the amplification and the angles at which the light are being bounced around because this is how light works through that medium. Jonas Kepler did this, and he translated it in the language of math for people in physics to understand, and for people in astronomy to take the telescope seriously. It also helps people understand how we view with the lenses inside of our eyeballs. Some could say that it is an illusion based on the way light is impacted through a medium. I would not disagree with such a statement. Your vision is the product of manipulation of traveling light. How'd you like this
1: episode, Void? Very good, it's very interesting. I love the topic. Yeah? Yes, I was very alert during it, too. You didn't say much. I know, but I was listening.
0: So, Void, I took a peep on the Googles by and even bings, dings. Mm-hmm. He's dingling, Bing's dingling. And I couldn't find Jack Dilly Squat on Jay Casario, besides people who are living now. I don't think he lived in 19- 1609 and also now. We could do uh, a little overview of the mammillary bodies. What do you think? The what the bodies? The mammillary bodies. That sounds interesting. That sounds juicy, doesn't it? Yes. Wonder if milk comes from them. I hope not. Yeah, milk coming from your brain sounds funny. Yeah, milk brain. Yeah. Kind of like how multiple parts of the human brain resemble certain other parts of the body. Exactly. I started trying to draw the anterior view of the brain. Yes. And when I got done with the cerebellum... Uh Uh-huh. ...and... The brainstem, kind of look like a cock and balls. Fun. Yeah, from the anterior view. Yeah, kind of like the testes. Remember that?
1: Yeah. Andros Vesalius. Okay. Yes.
0: Yeah. If we can't find shit or fill a whole episode of mammillary bodies, we could do a Lazarus Rivarius textbook describing impairments on consciousness. Oh, that would be interesting. Yes. Yeah. You want a song by uh, the Square yeah. Hunter? Yeah. Grow some um, one, two, three. Yeah. There's a song called Sloppy Seconds. Nice. Dead simple. Let's do uh, Billy Baby. Okie dokie. Billy Baby. Yeah. Do that. Until next time, boy. Oh, wait. You like this podcast? Yes. No, I'm asking the listener. Okay. That's if you like this podcast, well, I'm telling him. Sorry. If you like this podcast, and you're a true fan, we will know because you will tell us you want a free t-shirt, and you want to be a tribe member, and you will also share and like and talk about this on social media to all your friends and family. Show everybody that you know that we're all dirty, filthy, sexual animals called apes, sapiens of the homo. Yes, get down with your ape self. Goddamn right, you furry bastards. You know you shit and piss and fuck and jerk off. What else they do? Pop blood. They breathe. Inhale, exhale.
1: Uh Uh-huh. And see with their eyes. Yeah. See with your eyeballs. Yep.
0: So, if you want a very special title and become the 15th member, we got a squirrel hunter. Mm-hmm. We got the nut gatherer. Uh-huh. We got the nut picker. Uh-huh. The nut commander. Uh-huh. We got the nut driver. uh mm-hmm. We have the nut trapper. uh mm-hmm. We have the nut robber. Uh-huh. We have the nut taster. Uh-huh. And then we have the logger, which is Tom Mai, the newest edition. Yeah. We didn't realize that we needed a logger before we had a wood splitter. Uh-huh. We also have a rock smasher. Uh-huh. We probably need to get a rock grabber. Uh-huh. But we have a rock grinder. And a rock milker Mm -hmm. for making cement, of course. Then we have a a witch doctor. Uh Uh-huh. It's a pretty good line of people. Yeah. So we need to get, like, a a rock grabber. We need someone who can really grab life by the rocks. Uh Uh-huh. And now, I hope it's you, whoever you are. Uh You better hurry up. Because there might be one or two trying to get it. But the more you spread the word, the more popular we become. The more we can make shirts and memorabilia, and come up with some of these ideas, or at least follow through with some of the other ideas that I have. Yes. And let me tell you, posters, stickers, T-shirts, koozies, what, hats?
1: Yeah, sounds cool. Dildos.
0: I know some of you women listeners want a good dildo. I have a great idea. And I'm not going to tell you until it's all done. Okay. Uh, I tell you what, I know a dildo. Now, <laughs> that's a bottle.
1: If you use enough lube, it can be.
0: Void, it's got to be higher quality than some plastic bottle of your Arizona energy drink.
1: Okay. You don't want a BPH
0: in the vagina.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, we leave in peace. What is this called, Bailey, baby? Yeah, yeah.
1: Whoa. <laughs> bye-bye. Uh,
2: Oh